I'm John Peters, one of the founders of Callaway's Nursery. We're proud to present this hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening. And now here's Neil. Thank you, John, very much. Good morning, everybody. When I hear that I'm responsible for its content and I hear John saying he's proud, man, man, I better get this thing together here. I better do a good job. Good morning. We are glad to have you tuned to the uh, Texas uh, Gardening Program. And we broadcast beyond Texas, Oklahoma, and goodness knows where. So uh, give me a call. I'm grateful that you're listening this morning. Mike Bass is running the boards and answering the phones for me, screening the calls to make sure that uh, when you call, you're, you you realize that you're talking to a gardening uh, program. Uh, I've been doing this program since 1978. I love doing it. It may turn into a habit on the weekends for me. So I hope that uh, hope that I can help you. The phone number, if you'd like to call with a plant question, is toll-free anywhere you can hear me, 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. I grew up working in my garden in College Station, listening to WBAP, never dreaming I'd be working here. That was a long time ago. It's a dream come true, and I'm, I'm honored to be your servant. If I can help you with a plant question, needs to deal with urban horticulture. That's what my background is, and that's uh, what we're here for. So if it has to do with landscapes, lawns, uh, fruit, flower, vegetable gardening, houseplants, I'll tackle it. If it's uh, pastures or chickens and goats, not my gig. Uh, the uh, Extension Service can help you with that, but I'd love to help you with your urban landscape or garden. 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. And uh, give a call right now, please. I'd like to fill up those lines. We have uh, we have three lines available to you, and uh, it shouldn't take too long to fill those, I hope. So we always begin our program on Sunday morning with a visit with Steve Huddleston, the public relations manager from the Fort Worth Botanic Garden. Steve joins us live right now. Steve, good morning. Good morning, Neil. Oh, it's a beautiful morning. It was 58 at our house when, we out, when I went out with Zeus this morning. I think I can live with that. Yes, it was. I saw a beautiful sunrise this morning. Yeah, this is nice. And so I always begin my questions with you with what's going on in the garden. Well, there's plenty, actually. We have six animal topiaries planted with different types of plant material. Uh, these are on display uh, throughout the garden. We have a camel, two butterflies, an iguana, a cardinal, and a bison. Uh, these topiaries will remain in place through mid-June. And then concerts in the garden uh, start uh, this Friday, May 26th, and run through June 11. Uh, but starting tomorrow, the 22nd through June 11, the garden will close at 5 p.m. daily because of concerts in the garden. So the last admission on those days will be 4 p.m. And then on Monday, June 12th, we return to our 6 p.m closing time after concerts in the garden is over so i'll go out on the thin ice and ask concerts in the garden usually run a little longer than that they're they're stopping a little bit sooner this year yes they are typically in the past they've run through the fourth of july but that's not the case this year yeah they just run through june 11th so it's kind of an, an abbreviated and abridged version uh but anyway all that information is available on the symphony's website but we are hosting uh, the venue. We are the venue that is hosting the event, so uh, we are preparing the grounds for those concerts, and uh, that's the reason we need to shut uh, the garden down 
daily at five just to get ready for the concerts that absolutely evening. you know what part of it may be the uh, the cooler evenings that uh, <laughs> certainly would enter yes. my picture a little bit that's yes. a, a wonderful time to come out all right yes. so all of that is all the information is at the symphony website well about the concerts and the, the, themselves yes on the symphony's website which is fwsymphony.org all right uh, fwsymphony.org yeah. and uh-huh. uh, then any uh, admission would be through their website? Yes, yes, yes. They handle all of that. It's their event. Right. All right. All right. Now, the information on the uh, Fort Worth Botanic Garden we'll deal with in just a moment, but uh, let's yes. deal with your featured plant because it's one of my favorites. Tell me. Well, it's mine too, Neil, and it only, uh, well, it's in its glory right now. This is the best time of the year to see this plant in bloom, and it's the beautiful golden rain tree. Uh, it's a deciduous tree uh, that blooms late spring, early summer. Uh, the tree itself gets about 30 to 40 feet tall and equally as wide, uh, medium to fast growth rate. It is native to China, Japan, and Korea, and it was introduced to North America in 1763. Interestingly, it's in the soapberry family, so that means that it's in the same family as our native western soapberry, and there's a similarity in the flower structures. Mm-hmm. So uh, the tree itself has a dense, rounded form with spreading branches, and then these 12 to 15-inch long panicles of yellow star-shaped flowers with red centers appear in spring, this time of the year. And then afterwards, those flowers turn into papery seed pods that look like little Chinese lanterns. At first, the pods are green, then they turn brown, kind of a parchment color, and persist on the tree through the rest of the year. This is a tree that tolerates drought, heat, wind, air pollution. It flowers at an early age. It's a beautiful ornamental tree for a a smaller property, a smaller piece of land. I love this tree very much. I bought mine in Fort Worth many, many, many years ago. It was hard to find then. It's still kind of hard to find. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is, uh, I have always casually referred to, it's not an accepted name, as the northern golden rain tree, just to mm-hmm. keep telling myself this is the one that's winter hardy. There yes. is um, uh, one that is in south Texas that blooms later in the summer with pink flowers and it's very showy but that one does not make it anywhere near this far north so don't be buying that thing and bringing it up here to try to grow it's not going to make it here but this is a coroteria paniculata panicled golden rain tree paniculata it's pretty nice one. oh it's beautiful just beautiful it's you know it's kind of a a second tree in the landscape because it's not huge it's not going to be your big shade tree but it would be a beautiful accent tree i like it nice one and now events in the garden well, ZimSculpt is still underway. This is a, an exhibit of Zimbabwean sculpture. We have more than 100 pieces out on the grounds. All of these pieces are for sale. We have smaller pieces for sale under a big white tent in the parking lot in front of the Japanese garden. Uh, these are beautiful pieces. And you can watch two sculptors on site as they chisel and sand and uh, cut the stone on site in front of you making sculptures uh, for the duration of this exhibit. The marketplace, or that white tent where the smaller pieces are for sale, is open daily, 9.30 a.m. to 5 p.m., and this exhibit runs through July 30th. Several couple more months to go, so that's fun. Be yes. sure you get out. This is a great place to come during summer vacation with the kids, and it's, uh, it's just a joy. All right, how does somebody find the Fort Worth Botanic Garden? We are just north of I-30 on University Drive across from Trinity Park. A couple miles west of downtown Fort Worth and the 24-hour information telephone line. Anybody wants to call and and hear a recorded message, what's that number? 
That is 817-463-4160. All right, not to confuse things, but if you want to get tickets to the uh, symphony playing in the garden, concerts in the garden, that information and uh, that website is? Yeah, that is fwsymphony.org. That's the symphony's website. All right, Mm -hmm. and for all the information on the Fort Worth Botanic Garden, and emphasize Fort Worth Botanic Garden, Tell yes. us that website. That is fwbg.org. Kind of lobbed that one over the net, didn't I? So yeah. that one's easy. And this is Steve Huddleston, Public Relations Manager of the Fort Worth Botanic Garden and my friend of many, many, many years. Have a great day, Steve. Thanks well, for thank being you. there. All right. Talk to you soon. Take care. All right. That report is sponsored today by Sunburst Shutters. I was recommending to them uh, them to someone last night at a uh, at a party that we went to of uh, friends, people we knew very, very well. And I heard the word shutters. I said, shutters? Did you say shutters? Let me tell you, sunburst shutters. And uh, the next uh, the next 60 seconds, <laughs> they got to hear about sunburst shutters. I kind of just kind of put your nickel in the jukebox. And and I, I said, I need to warn you ahead of time, these folks are my advertisers, so you're going to hear a message that I have repeated a few times, but I said we also have had them for 13 years, and I tell you from firsthand experience, and you can also ask Lynn, my wife, uh, of course they know Lynn, so I didn't have to say my wife, ask Lynn, and she'll tell you the very same thing. We love these shutters. They're fabulous plantation-style shutters, two-and-a-half, three-and-a-half, or four-and-a-half-inch louver size, so you, you pick your louver size. They'll help you do that. They'll bring samples to your home, hold them up in your windows, and uh, and help you decide which looks best with the rest of the room. Then they measure every window. And, well, the first thing is they, they do a quick measure to, to tell you what it would cost to have sunburst shutters made for each window. And if you say, well, that's a deal, that's a real deal, then, then they go about measuring each window individually because each shutter is made for a specific window. That's how they fit so perfectly. Now to tell you about the material. It's polywood. It's a man-made material that won't crack or warp or split or peel. They're fabulous. Sunburst shutters. I hope that you'll give them a chance. They're really nice people. I told my friends that as well. Pollywood shutters, also available in Austin, San Antonio, Houston, and Waco, 214-343-2601. Let them come to your home or they'll give you directions to their showroom. It's easier just to let them bring samples to your home. 214-343-2601, sunburstshutters.com. I'm Kenny Milas with Callaway's Nursery in Stonegate, Fort Worth. We're proud to present this hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Kenny, very, very much. Kenny's been with them a long time and a good friend, so thank you. All right, we get our phone lines started now because they are filled, and thanks for that. Friends, you're great. Let's start with Nancy Incumbie. Nancy, this is Neil. Good morning. Hello. Hello. How can I help you? I've got tomato plants. I've started from seed in my greenhouse, and I planted them in a raised bed, and I've got 75% cow manure, and it's year-old cow manure, and the top half of my tomato plants have got leaf curl. All right. Curling up or down? Up. All right. Um, are these are these out, outdoors now, or are they... Still they're, in the outdoors. they're outdoors. They're outdoors. Right, I planted be. the same variety in my garden, and they don't have the leaf curl. All right. 
the upward leaf curl is usually um, an indication of some very light exposure to a broadleafed weed killer. Has anybody anywhere uh, within a couple hundred yards even, or certainly within a hundred yards, used any kind of a 2,4-D uh, weed killer? Not to my knowledge. I put, took some into my daughter's house in town and planted the same same variety, and she's got it in there too. All right. And they're all, you said same variety, all of them the same variety? Yeah. All right. Uh, and it's the upper halves of the leaves. In other words, if a plant has 40 leaves, it's the upper 20 leaves? Yeah. Okay. And they have been at her house all of that time? A yeah. A long time? Okay. Yeah. And my, my garden's only 20 foot from where the raised bed is, and the, the garden doesn't have it. Okay. All right, and you mentioned the cow manure, um, and that's where the that's where these are. And yeah. and okay, give me a time perspective of when they were put into the garden and when the leaf curl started. Well, when, the first ones I put in back in in the end of March, and the the daughters I put in in the end of April. And the leaf curl started, oh, about the middle, the first week maybe of May. All right, on both, both, on both places. On both of them. Mm-hmm. All right, so I don't think the soil has anything to do with it. If, if your garden is, is where the cow manure is, her garden yeah. doesn't have any cow manure, right? No, hers is exact. It's got the cow manure also. All right, and and what was the source of the cow manure? Was it bagged product? Or something? No, it was it was live from the cow pasture. Okay, um, that it may be that it may just be a nutrient issue of some sort. I don't think this is going to be a major thing. Uh, I would hope they'd outgrow it as they have another couple of weeks to to grow. I don't know what's causing it. Uh, usually, okay. it's usually it's a broadleafed weed killer that does that. The fact that it happened. At the same time, in the same soil mix, there's very little likelihood that two people would have used broadleaf weed killer, you know, near these yeah. two well, she, different areas. She lives so, a mile away. That's what I'm saying. There's just no chance of that. I'm trying to think of things that were common to both places, and the the soil is about the only thing. I don't think you'd have residue through the cow manure to to cause that. It almost has to be a, a nutrient issue. How fresh was that cow manure? It would have probably been a year old. Okay. And there was none of it in the middle. This is very distasteful for folks listening. Is there, there isn't any of it that was still fresh, packed in the middle of it? Not in the middle of it. There might have been some on the top of it, but it had been very little. All right. That's the only thing, Nancy, I can think of. And I would, I would say just... Uh, don't let the plants dry out. Keep them well moistened to, so that if there is a mineral salt of some sort causing this problem, that you'll keep it uh, diluted. I, I don't have anything better to offer. Okay. I thought maybe you, you had some some G-Whiz solution. I don't know that there's a G-Whiz problem. I think it's just uh, just let it let it develop. Okay. Um, mine, mine, do, mine have got plenty of tomatoes on them, and it doesn't appear to be affecting yeah, that's what I'm Anything. thinking. And the fact that you have others of the same variety that are healthy and doing fine and are not in the cow manure, that's the thing that's telling me it's 
It's got to be that. It just has to be that. Okay. Thank you for your time. You're welcome. Thanks for the call. All right. We will come back and go to Ken in Fort Worth. And, uh, Ken, I can help you. I'm dealing with the same nightmare you have. Cheyenne and Wiley has given up. And, oh, Cheyenne, I could have I could have helped you. She hung up on us. I could have helped you, and I needed to help you. Oh, goodness gracious. Let me tell you about Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. This uh, might be the only gardening reference book you'll want on your shelf or need on your shelf. That's a very arrogant thing for me to say. I will tell you that that was my goal that I put out in front of myself every day for one full year. Out of 365 days, I probably worked on this book 325 days of that year because it I wanted it to be the best work of my career. I don't know that others would say that, but I think it was. And uh, I've been told, Neil, it's the best thing you've put out. And and I, I wanted you to have a book that you could refer to that would answer all of your questions. For example, Chapter 2 is a calendar. It's a 48-page calendar. It's not a wall calendar with grids and you mark down appointments on. This is one that tells you month by month what you plant in each month what you have to prune in each month. Believe it or not, there are responsibilities you have on pruning in each month and what you need to fertilize in each month and what you need to watch out for. And that would be insect and disease problems, weed issues that pop up in each month. And it's called On the Lookout. And so that's the calendar. And people tell me, Neil, that pays for the book all by itself. The book's only thirty six ninety five. That's a very low mark for me to set to say this is going to pay for itself. This book will. has 840 of my photographs to help you identify plants and know what they're going to look like and decide on them. It's 344 pages of high-quality paper. It's a hardback. Um, I went to all the press checks to make sure the colors were right so it would be an accurate uh, reference book for you. Eleven chapters that cover the basics, cover the calendar that I mentioned, and then trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, and fruit and vegetables. It's all there. I spent a lifetime putting together in my brain what I put into this book in one year. You cannot find it in stores or on Amazon. You, you buy it from my office or from my website, and I guarantee your satisfaction or I will refund every penny. Haven't been asked to refund any penny yet on six printings of the book. Here are the two ways you get it. You call my office Monday through Friday, 9 to 5. Here's the number, 800-752-GROW, G-R-O-W. That's 800-752-4769. The better way, though, is just to go to my name, neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L, S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. It's Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. As soils go from dry to wet to dry, our foundations are taken along for the ride. Serious damage can ensue. If you're seeing signs of what you fear might be foundation issues, let the experts at Advanced Foundation Repair do their thorough evaluation on your home's foundation. It's free, and if you don't have foundation problems, they'll tell you so. Their work is affordable, and it's guaranteed for the lifetime of the home. Advanced Foundation Repair, 214-333-0003, Foundation Repairs. So I have a little different uh, uh, message I need to give you for Wortham Brothers Roofing Company. A couple of side trips on this one. You know how much I think of this company that began in 1986 with their 125,000 roofs ahead of them 
to date and counting. That's how much I uh, respect I have for them. Anybody can do that. You know that we have a Wortham Brothers roof on our home that was put in uh, four years ago, five years ago now, I guess. And we are thrilled with it. Those are the standard things I've told you about. And their phone number is 972-562-5788. Your roof inspection inspection is absolutely free without any obligation. The two side steps I need to tell you about are that there was a lot of hail damage in north central Texas two days ago, two nights ago. If you had hail damage or are worried that you might have, let Wortham Brothers come and look at your roof. This is a veteran company that will be here. It's a second-generation family business. This is not one of those companies that, that flies in and flies out, and you have to worry about. These are the pros, the best it gets. Wortham Brothers Roofing Company, let them look at your roof. 972-562-5788. And as we were blowing pecan catkins off our roof this week, man who was up on the roof said, uh, brought photos down. He said, Neil, got a hole in the roof. It looked like a pecan limb had come straight down on our roof, about the size of bigger than a broomstick, and had gone right through the roof, straight through, just a broken branch somewhere. And it had fallen to the ground. We never saw it. But here is this hole through the roof and the decking. And Wortham Brothers came out before the hail and all the rest of that stuff. I don't think we had much hail at our house. But anyway, got our roof fixed. They do repairs as well. It's not all about new roofs. It's about repairing your roof. I told Jake uh, Wortham uh, when I called, I said, I don't want any special favors. Just come as a customer, and normal price and normal timing, and just work me in. Uh, we got a hole, and rats and and uh, snakes will crawl in. I just <laughs> please get me fixed. So that's Wortham Brothers Roofing, 972, I think the world of them, 972-562-5788, wbroofing.com. Neil Sperry and Callaway's go back since our nursery's open. I'm Ryan Martin with Callaway's in Plano on Preston Road, and now back to Neil. Thank you, Ryan, very much. Let's go to Ken in Fort Worth. Ken, this is Neil. Thanks for waiting patiently for me. How can I help you? Good morning, Neil. So excited to be chatting with you. Thank you. Um, so my wife and I uh, just built uh, three beautiful uh, raised beds. They're eight by t- by four by two foot deep, and we're getting ready to plant in it. Um, and one, my 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 question is: my neighbor's got a very large mature pecan tree next door, and we are the recipient of the annual uh, shrapnel that comes from that. Um, and most recently, the uh, I think you said cotkins or catkins. Catkins. The mm-hmm. catkins. Mm-hmm. Um, so my question is: can those be used as mulch, um, or uh, that we can use in our raised beds? You can. I'd run them through the mower when they're really dry. They they compress down to almost nothing. They're they're. I don't want to say they're useless. Um, I put them in our compost, uh, and and they're they're good. They're not as useful as the pecan leaves are later in the year. Okay, and yeah, that was my follow up question too with the pecan. So the leaves can be used as mulch as well. They can. There are people who will tell you, oh, they have tannic acid in them. I've not had that be a problem at all. I grind them up and let them sit for a while for a year and uh, in a compost pile and and uh, they they are a fine mulch they do fine 
And then my follow-up question um, is: We're getting ready to plant. We haven't planted yet, so I'm probably a little late in the season. Tell you what, let me let me be. put you let me put that question on hold after the news. I need to hit this news at eight thirty. Stay right there. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after the news. Your latest news, traffic, and weather. If you're not informed, then you're out of the loop. All you have to do is ask Alexa. Open WBAP. DFW's News, Talk, Traffic, and Weather Station. News Talk 820 WBAP. And KPLX 99.5 FM HD2. A cumulus media station. Trending now. Debt ceiling differences. I'm Lori Waffenschmidt at the WBAP 24-7 News Desk. ClassicChevrolet.com, WBAP First Traffic and Weather. On the ones. In Dallas, 635 eastbound at Abrams Road is closed due to road construction. Also in Dallas, an accident is blocking three lanes of I-20 eastbound at Houston School Road after Polk Street. I'm WFA meteorologist Kyle Roberts. Below normal temperatures and mainly cloudy conditions as we end the weekend. A high of 79 this afternoon with an east wind around 5 to 10. Not impossible for a stray shower, but most places will be dry. Dry on Monday with partly cloudy skies and warmer temperatures. A high of 83. 86 on Tuesday with a 20% coverage of rain. Wednesday we're up to 85 with a 30% coverage of rain. Right now it's 65 degrees in Dallas, 64 degrees in Fort Worth. At the G7 summit, President Joe Biden talked about debt ceiling talks and the approaching June 1st deadline. All four congressional leaders agree with me that that default is not, let me say it again, default is not an option. President Biden plans to speak with uh, House Speaker Kevin McCarthy once he leaves Japan. There were no debt ceiling negotiations Saturday in Washington as both sides remain nowhere near getting a deal done to raise the debt limit. Speaker McCarthy briefly spoke to reporters on Capitol Hill to express his disappointment. Well, the White House didn't come here. And unfortunately, uh, the White House moved backwards. And I think the Bernie Sanders and the socialist wing of their party has had real effect on the president, especially with him being out of the country. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen says the nation could default on its current debt as early as June 1st. From the WBAP News Desk, I'm Lori Waffenschmidt. Your next news update at 9 o'clock. Check back several times throughout your day and stay informed. And remember to start your weekday mornings with WBAP's Morning News with Hal, Jay, and Ernie on News Talk 820 WBAP 99.5 FM HD2. All right, Lori, thank you very much. The phone number, if you'd like to call, we have two open lines, 800 288 WBAP will be going back to Ken in just a moment. 800-288-9227. Call right now. 800-288-9227. Everything at Callaway's Nursery is in full bloom right now, and that means it's time to visit one of their neighborhood locations. Bring home fresh color to dress up your flower beds and containers. A gorgeous landscape begins with premium plants, and Callaway's has just that. They have what you need for outdoor success, including friendly experts to answer any of your questions. Stop in today. Pick out plenty of Cora, XDR, Vinca, and happy bright colors. These are just like the cheer of the summertime. They're beautiful. Cora, XDR, Vinca, a Texas favorite in flower beds and containers. These love the heat and humidity. They add a pop of instant color, and they rebloom all season. In addition to their beauty, they're super easy to grow, and the XDR stands for Extreme Disease Resistance. You can plant and enjoy them all summer long. 
And while you're there, feel free to talk to one of their Texas-certified nursery professionals for expert gardening advice and tips. They have more than 100 of them in the Callaway's group, and that's more than any other nursery organization in the state of Texas. Hallelujah for Callaway's. You can always count on Callaway's to bring you the very best flowers, edibles, trees, and shrubs. By the way, that hallelujah is compliments of Neil. Wasn't in my script here. All backed with their 100% satisfaction guarantee, so try something new. Looking for some help with your spring garden refresh? Try Pick and Plant, a convenient service where you shop for your new flowers, trees, and shrubs and leave the planting to their experts. Shop any of their community stores, including their new location, listen here, in Cedar Park, right outside Austin. To find a store near you, visit Callaways.com. They're open seven days a week for your convenience. They're wonderful. They're Callaways Nursery. Life lived beautifully. It's Callaways.com. DFW's number one rated news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 820, WBAP, and 99.5 FM HD2. If you enjoy nature in your backyard, you need Wild Birds Unlimited alongside you. The McKinney store is fabulous. So Monday through Saturday, 10 to 5, you need to stop in and see what is new at Wild Birds Unlimited. They have all kinds of great bird seed. Take a look at their cylinders, especially. I've told you about their their, uh, woodpecker feast, stalled out on the name of it. These are four by about 10-inch cylinders that go down over one of their special feeders. And the woodpeckers love those things. They just love those things. We have woodpeckers in our backyard, and they're so much fun to watch. They are just absolutely they're clowns in the uh, landscape. And they come to the woodpecker feast uh, cylinders, and then they go out and hang out on the tree trunks. And they're just fun. They don't do any damage to your trees, and they're just really uh, colorful and interesting. When they fly away from the feeders, they fly straight up. <laughs> really fun. And all kinds of other birds love the same cylinders. They have many, many different. They have nesting uh, bird uh, cylinders, and they have uh, feed for all kinds of other platform feeders and and uh, tube feeders, everything that you could want. Hummingbird feeders, did you say? Oh, yeah, they'd have them. They have the high-perch hummingbird feeders. They have nesting boxes. They have everything. You know what else they have at Wild Birds Unlimited, McKinney? They have nice people, really nice people. They'll greet you when you come in the door. They are cheerful. They love wild birds. And that's in lowercase, not the name of the store. But they love that, too. But they just enjoy talking about nature and birds in general. They'll help you. They'll help you get excited about this hobby because it is, after all, one of the most uh, popular hobbies in America. All right, so here is the location. Just set this in your in your mind. 3001 South Harden Boulevard, just south of El Dorado Parkway, near Tom Thumb. You have Tom Thumb, and just south of that, you have the Hallmark Store, and just south of that, you have Wild Birds Unlimited, and then a postal shop, and then Baskin Robbins. I gave a little credit to all of them. Yeah, you can spend the whole afternoon there, but most of that time, you need to be at Wild Birds Unlimited in McKinney, 3001 South Harden Boulevard. News Talk 820, WBAP, 99.5 FM HD2, and WBAP.com. I think it's a Starbucks after that. <laughs> 
I kind of know that strip shopping center, don't you? It's because there's so much traffic in there that I end up parking in front of all of them. Let me tell you about Mueller right now. Mueller, they believe in value. Their value plus buildings are pre-engineered and they feature an easy to assemble bolt together design. Mueller's durable roofing panels are hail resistant. They come backed by a 30 year limited paint warranty, but, but you know, true value never stops at just a quality product at a reasonable price. True value in a, in a building or in a product shows in the service you receive during your purchase and then in how a company stands behind that product after the sale. Mueller, M-U-E-L-L-E-R. Mueller understands that buying a steel building or a metal roof for your home can be a lifetime decision. And Mueller will provide assurance before, during, and for decades after your purchase. At Mueller, you simply get more. You get more for your money. You get more confidence in their company, and that gives you more value. Call them at 877-2-MUELLER, 877-268-3553, or visit them online at MuellerInc.com. MuellerInc.com, because Mueller means value. Let the Texas Certified Nursery Professionals at your neighborhood Callaway's help you. I'm Ross from the Cornelius Store in Houston. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Ross, very, very much. Now, Callaway's uh, bought the uh, Cornelius chain many years ago when Sterling Cornelius retired. Wonderful man, and the nursery was sold to a wonderful company. So it's a great uh, marriage made in heaven, as they say. Uh, We go back to our phone lines. If you'd like to call, we still have a line open. Don't. Miss your chance here now, 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. Call now. And we go to a gentleman who has had the good fortune of getting to wait twice for me. Poor guy. Ken in Fort Worth, how can I help you now? Uh, it is a blessing and good fortune. Thank you. <laughs> um, so uh, we've, we filled our uh, three raised beds with a, a nice landscape mix from the nursery, and then we topped it off with a, a mix of landscape. Uh, mix and um, Cottonburg compost um, mm-hmm. for the nursery. So is there any benefit to adding uh, earthworms to get stuff going in the below ground? Well, earthworms are beneficial. There's no question that they're beneficial. Um, I have never bought them and added them, but I certainly do everything I can to encourage them, and usually you'll have them. Uh, okay. I have no I have no problem if you want to invest in them and buy them. I wouldn't... Uh, I wouldn't go just a whole hog and spend tons of money on it, but if you want to try it and see how it goes, that'd be fine. I have a lot of them on my hillside, and when people ask, don't you dislike having all of the castings on top of the ground? I say, oh, goodness, no. They're beneficial. Yeah, exactly. Okay, great. Well, thank you for your time. I appreciate it. Thank you, Ken. That's great. Appreciate the call very, very much. Folks, if you uh, I need to get uh, go ahead and call now. This is the best time to call. Lines are open. 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. Mike Bass is running the boards, and he does answer the calls to uh, get uh, get people screened and ready to go on the, on the program. Had a call earlier talking about a red oak, and she did not hang on long enough to wait. But it's three years in her landscape, and... Uh, bark is coming off one side and i was going to ask her if it was south or west side and i'd I'd be i don't bet but i'd be willing to lay odds that it was that was going to be an answer of yes because that sun scald every new and this is a good thing to bring up right now in may 
every new red oak, Chinese pistachio, red maple, or any other slick barked tree, young tree, a tree that doesn't have uh, a heavy bark on it when it's young, needs to have paper tree wrap put around its trunk from the, from the ground up to the lowest branch. Because that tree has been grown in a nursery where one tree shaded the next tree, then the next tree. And when we put them out in the lawn, in the landscape, they have no protection. The, the trunk is exposed to full sunlight. And the trunks split. It doesn't show the first year. It shows after two or three years. Anybody who listens to my program has heard me say that many, many times. So I'm not just conjuring this answer up uh, just out of the blue. That is non-negotiable. You've heard me say that for 30 years probably. Uh, it's in, in the book that you hear me advertise. Uh, you must wrap the trunks of these slick-barked trees or you'll end up with, with very serious uh, sun scald and bark splitting and exposing the internal wood and loss of trees. And it will be far outside the uh, time period of any guarantee. In fact, it's not, not a responsibility of the nursery. The tree was healthy when you bought it. It's up to you to wrap the trunk. Now, I do think that nurseries ought to be selling the paper tree wrap and saying you really ought to buy this and put this on and here's how you apply it, etc. And I think too few nurseries do sell paper tree wrap, so that should be on them. But I don't think it. I don't think you should hold them to blame if they don't sell it to you and offer it to you. But it should be mentioned, and you should do the mentioning if nothing else. Anyway, to my point, wrap the, the trunks of your young trees. Leave it on for a couple of years. It adheres to itself. You don't have to tie it in any way. That's a paper tree wrap, and it's, it's made specifically for that purpose. Um, you can use the plastic tree wraps also, I guess. I don't care for them as much. You, you can see them. They're much much more noticeable. But uh, anyway, that's that. Uh, one other thing I wanted to mention before we take a break and, and then uh, get back to phone calls. Again, 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. Uh, if you have crepe myrtles, the uh, time to treat for crepe myrtle bark scale, the white insect that uh, then gives uh, uh, just a really sticky residue to the trunks and the leaves and anything below the crepe myrtle. Usually they're small enough, short enough that there isn't a whole lot beneath them, but other shrubs below them. Um, that, that honeydew then will give rise to uh, a sooty mold, a black mold that will grow in it. And people get all bent out of shape about the black mold when in reality the insect is the, the source of all the problems. And um, if you want to get rid of the insect, prevent it, in fact, the time to do that is now, this week. You need to use a systemic insecticide around all crepe myrtles that you're trying to protect against uh, crepe myrtle bark scale. The middle of May is the time that Texas A&M Research has shown us to be the best time. I'm going to give you the name of the insecticide. It's a mouthful. I'll give it to you in just a second. It's a common insecticide. It's available in many brands, but it is a mouthful, and I'll spell it for you. Um, it needs to be put on as a soil drench, middle of May, so your time is running out now. This is the time. And then watered around the drip line, watered into the soil, and it will get into the plants and be waiting uh, so that it will kill the, the bark scale as it tries to feed. 
The insecticide is imidacloprid, I-M-I-D-A-C-L-O-P-R-I-D, I-M-I-D-A-C-L-O-P-R-I-D. Ten years ago, there was suspicion that it was causing the bee colony collapse. That's been ruled out by scientists worldwide. You don't have to worry about that. And the reason for putting the imidacloprid out early like this is to avoid the bees anyway. So you have double coverage that you're not going to cause a problem. So that's just something to remember. Charles and Temple will be our next call up. Let me get this break out of the way, and then we'll come back to him. We still have an open line at 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. If you want to see what crepe myrtle bark scale, a relatively new insect in the United States, if you want to see what it looks like, I have photos of it in my book. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. And I remind you that this book is on sale for a short time longer. This is the spring sale that I've been telling you I uh, put on. Uh, it's, uh, it's actually the sixth printing of the book at the fifth printing price, and my price went up significantly between fifth and sixth printing, and I just am eating that difference uh, because I want you to have a, a chance to get the book at a, at a very good price. This is not a good economic year for anybody, you or me, and uh, I decided I would get some cash flow going, help you and help me at the same time. I need to pay for the books. And so it works for both of us. Thirty-six ninety-five. Uh, the book will pay for itself by the end of this year, or I'll buy it back from you. You have nothing to lose and a whole bunch to gain. Because with uh, a hardback book on high-quality paper, 344 pages, 840 of my photographs, uh, you'll be getting a book that has... Uh, detailed information on trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit, and vegetables. I took a month to write each of those chapters that I just covered in 10 seconds. Yikes. (laughs) I wish it could have been that quick. And then we also have a chapter. I have a chapter on the basics of gardening in Texas covering uh, soil types, climatic zones, why the uh, USDA hardiness zone map of 2012 is out of whack. We need to go back to the prior one, et cetera, et cetera. And Chapter 2 is that 48-page calendar that will help you do the right things at the right times. The book is not in stores, and it's not on Amazon. It's available through my office and website only. Uh, You will be getting a signed copy, and your satisfaction is completely guaranteed, or I'll refund every penny. I've not been asked to refund on any book so far. Here are the two ways you can buy it. You call my office Monday through Friday, and that's 800-752-GROW. All you have to remember is the uh, uh, 752 part of it. It's 1-800-752-GROW. That's 800-752-4769. Even easier way is remember my name, neilsperry.com. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. Severe storms in Texas pop up quickly with wind and hail that can damage your roof. Call Wortham Brothers Roofing at 972-562-5788. Schedule your free roof inspection or visit wbroofing.com. They've been in business more than 28 years. Wortham Brothers Roofing provides the highest quality workmanship materials and service. That's Wortham Brothers Roofing, 972-562-5788. 
wbroofing.com. Since 1983, the experts at WhizQ Stone have been a leader across the Metroplex turning landscape dreams into reality. With 22 acres, WhizQ Stone has the largest landscape selection in Texas, including natural stones such as flagstone, boulders, river rock, and more. To experience what WhizQ Stone can do, their large lifestyle display is certainly a place for inspiration. The skilled professionals at WhizQ Stone can help you have the outdoor living area you've always wanted. Check out their product page on their website at whiz-q.com. They can supply not only the hardscape, but the tools to do it yourself. From masonry supplies to landscape supplies to pond and water gardens, WhizQ Stone has what you need to build the lifestyle of your dreams. WhizQ Stone can deliver any product anywhere in the USA. Visit the experts at WhizQ at whiz-q.com or call 817-429-0822. WhizQ Stone, leaders in hardscape and landscaping supplies, helping to build the lifestyle of your dreams. All right. They are great people as well. I hope you get by to see them. It's a destination to go there and enjoy your visit. Let me tell you about advanced foundation repair now. I wouldn't wish uh, tire problems on anybody. I wouldn't wish foundation problems on anybody, but they do happen, both of them. And when that happens, you need a really good company to come to your rescue for your uh, uh, foundation. Nobody does a better job than advanced foundation repair. I've been advertising for them for 27 years, and I was quite skeptical when they called the first time because I didn't know their industry at all, didn't know what they did, didn't know how it worked. And I still don't. I couldn't explain it if I had to. But I did a lot of research and asked uh, for references, and I asked about uh, them to some of the people who are builders and others, and all thumbs went up. The people said, these are great people. Some of their customers, all of the customers I called, all 15, these are great people. That was the kind of commentary I got back. I went on two, I knocked on two doors and visited with the homeowners, and they said, these are great people. And they did us well. They did it affordably. They did it quickly. They were careful with our with our home, with our belongings, with our, with our plants. Uh, they have to take plants out, sure. And so some modifications are necessary there, but they did a great job. And they've led their industry forward by doing the home inspection free and by uh, giving you a, a guarantee transferable uh, for the life of the house on the work that they do on your foundation, your slab. It's transferable from owner to owner to owner. They do it right the first time. They're affordable and they're careful. Those are the things you want in a foundation repair company, and that's why I recommend to you the company that we have used, Advanced Foundation Repair. 214-333-0003. Advanced Foundation Repair on the web, foundationrepairs.com. 214-333-0003. Advanced Foundation Repair. I am Wilbur with Callaway's Nursery on Lemon Avenue. We are your neighborhood garden center funded right here in the Metroplex. Callaway's sponsored this hour, Neil Sperry, Texas Gardening, and now back to Neil. Thank you, Wilbur. He's been with them a long time, and they love him, so thank you. He's a nice man. It's fun to get to visit with him. All right, phone lines are filled. Thank you. And I have another hour, so if you'll just bear with me, I'll get to all of you and give you all fair amount of time, I promise. Let's go to Charles in Temple. Charles, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning. Yes, sir. Uh, thank you for your time. I have two questions. I have a 10-acre 10 10 piece of property that's 
got a lot of hackberries on it. I know that's considered a trash tree, but it's been very valuable to us for shade. Mm-hmm. Um, this last year started experiencing some of the bark shedding off of certain sections of it, and the bark would fall off, and the inside of the tree would chalk up, turn white, and you can see some trailing in there that looks like it's some sort of insect or uh, worm or I'm not sure what it is. That would be boars, and uh, that is exactly what they do. They make their tunnels beneath the bark, B-O-R-E-R-S, boars. It's the larval form of a, of an, uh, generally a moth or a, a, a wasp-like insect, usually a moth. Is there a way to treat it and not harm any of the other trees, or are they going to move eventually to the other trees? Well, I will tell you that in in... 450,000 phone calls. I don't recall ever having a call on hackberries with borers in them before, which is really kind of surprising because hackberries have uh, soft wood as, as hardwood trees go. It's not a very hard wood. And uh, because of that, I would think borers would be all over them, but they're not. And so I don't think it's anything you have to be obsessively worried about. Uh, I just would keep an eye. They're they're moving in probably because that particular tree has been weakened in some way. Is it is it the oldest hackberry on your property? Uh, no. All right. Is it no, gnarly no. or is it gnarly or weakened in any way? Maybe by mistletoe or something. So there's poison ivy and some of them growing up into them. Well, let me let me tell you what what I have observed just being a. a fanatic of native trees and watching things for many many years for 20 years i turned uh, pens on a lathe uh, as a fundraiser for serenity high in mckinney and my favorite wood to turn was hackberry i mean i turned rare woods i turned historic woods all kinds of woods my favorite wood was hackberry that was spalted which means decayed and gnarly up up where mistletoe got into it. It was very weak wood, and I would have it uh, uh, stabilized with an acrylic resin pulled into it. It made it look like marble when I turned it. I have vertigo really badly now, and I can't I can't look at stuff turning. But that would be just so beautiful when I turned it. So I saw boars get into wood like that, where the tree had been weakened by uh, by by boars. And, I'm sorry, not by boars but boars got into weakened wood from mistletoe and old age and decay and things of that sort so that's why i think your tree probably has some other challenges that are letting the boars get in and the bark is splitting because of all of that there's there's a a bigger problem somewhere that we're not addressing right now yet okay interesting um the other question i have is my father planted irises around a big garden area and they haven't bloomed in probably eight years or so. And I'm wondering, is there something I can do with them to get them to bloom? Or is that just common that they've, they've grown so close together that that's, maybe they're not? Yeah, that's usually the problem. They become very crowded and they need to be dug and separated in, in late September or early October. Um, are they in full sun? Yes. I, I didn't hear your response. Are they in full sun? Yes, sir. They're in full sun, and probably five years ago, I actually mowed over them, and they came back stronger than ever, but they just have never bloomed. 
Well, mowing is not a good plan because because that takes off all the leaves that, that they need to store food for the next year's flowers. What I would recommend is uh, this September make plans to dig and divide them and give away about 90% of them. Uh, if you're anything like I am, you just can't bear to throw any of them on the compost pile and you end up replanting all of them right back in the same place. And so they're just as crowded when you're through as, as they were to start with. But re, redo the soil completely, work a lot of organic matter in, and then save 10 or 15 percent of them and space them 15 or 18 inches apart, and they'll do great. I'm up against the news, but that's what you need to do, and that'll help them bloom. Folks, we have another hour. Stay with me, Chris, and Sean will come to you.